Rob, I have a tale of iPhone woe. Oh, is it? Is this for your fourteen Pro or Pro Max? Pro I'm Max. Pro you probably Max. bought. This is a story. This is breaking. This is ruminate breaking news, uh, Rob. Because there's only like two other people in the whole world on the whole planet who know this story, which is I ordered my phone, and instead of coming to my new address in North Carolina. It was shipped to Illinois. Now, now, I thought this was my fault. It turns out I'm not so sure it was my fault. First of all, you know, you go, you, you order your phone and you, and you move pretty quickly through that process because it can be hard to get through the, the checkout process. And it's, it is possible, I will admit, it is possible that I skimmed over the address and didn't really pay attention and accidentally sent it to Illinois. However... When that happened, when we, you know, when I ordered that phone in early September, I had already been living here in North Carolina for uh, like two and a half months, so maybe 10 weeks. And I had gone through the process of changing my address in a million different places, including with, you know, the one, the address associated with my, my credit cards and mm-hmm. my Apple ID and my Apple IDs for things like Apple Pay. All right. Yeah, of and course. Right. And I, and, and I had ordered myself some AirPods Pro with a different Apple ID. And that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother conversation why that happened that way. But that one got to the right, was sent to, is being sent to the right address. As we record this, they aren't yet delivered. However, for some reason, the iPhone went to another address. Fortunately, I was able to get hold of one of my old neighbors, ask them to very kindly pick it up from the people who own our house now and mail it to me. <laughs> and so he FedExed it to me, which is great. And it's actually supposed to arrive later today as we speak. But uh, that's getting ahead of myself because I realized this morning, I thought, well, you know, this is the other thing that might have been the problem here is that I do the uh, annual upgrade plan for the iPhone. So it's, I don't really own my, I, you know, it's, it's like a loan. Basically it's, it is not like a loan. It is in <laughs> fact a loan. From the bank. Yeah, exactly. Right. And you, and you pay it off monthly. And at the end of the year, you can turn in your, your old phone for a credit to pay off the balance basically, and then roll it over into a new phone, which the new monthly price is adjusted up or down, depending on which model phone you pick. And it's quite possible that the the failure here was a communication between Apple and this bank. Because I think that technically these phones come from the bank. Uh, some, that they're in the distribution chain somehow as opposed to Apple. Maybe, mm-hmm. not, maybe that's not true. But, but there's, a, there's some sort of coordination there that may have broken down. So that's what might have happened. But my, my neighbor mailed it to me, to used FedEx, and uh, it was supposed to arrive today. And it updated at 1 a.m. yesterday that it had moved from the town where I used to live to a nearby town. So it was moving through the FedEx system. But here we are. It's the day after that in the afternoon, my time. And it hadn't updated, even though it's supposed to deliver today. And I started having those thoughts like, oh, it arrived in this other town at 1 a.m. And some, and some guy swiped it 
right? And then I'm then I'm thinking, well, does the did I buy the lost and stolen Apple Care? Would that even apply if I haven't actually gotten the phone and activated it and, and shipped it myself? You know, had someone ship it to me as opposed to Apple? You know, I've all these things started going through my head. Uh, and just as I was starting to fret about it, I got the update that it's maybe 50 or 60 miles away, which to me doesn't sound like it's coming today, but, uh, but you know, maybe, maybe it's, uh, you never know. Maybe the FedEx FedEx guy is, uh, hurtling down the highway as we speak. Well, that's the thing is I think I got sent ground as opposed to, you know, I think my neighbor, which I don't blame him. (laughs) sent it the more (laughs) economical FedEx way than the one where they put it on the plane and it, gets you know flown from chicago to north carolina but uh, of course yeah but yeah so it's it's in the state at least so i'm i'm happy about that that was my that was my apple tale of woe and it it ties into something which is i think one of the biggest weak points in all of apple software which is the apple id and the mm-hmm. and and not so much maybe the apple id as the icloud account that's associated with it because one of my many problems, and it seems like it becomes a bigger problem all the time, is that way back in the day, there was a very good reason to have a separate Apple ID for iCloud from your store purchases. I don't, right. even, I don't even remember why that was. But that was very true back in the days of iTunes and the early, even before the iPhone, I think, back in the days of buying music from iTunes for your iPod. And that's not that's no longer the case. However, if you bought a bunch of stuff back in those days, like I did on that Apple ID, the last thing you want to do is give it all up. So I I still have a split system where everything is on one Apple ID except for mm-hmm. media and app purchases, right? Which are on a separate email address. Right. And that in and of itself can be complicated at times because you know Apple asks you. Log in with this, log in with that. And then you have to, you know, it's like you're constantly swapping, figuring out which is the right password you need and all those things. But I think that iCloud is where a lot of the syncing stuff breaks down because of because of things like a lot of things are tied into your contacts, for instance. Right, yeah. Right, and the contact, you get, you get a corrupt contacts database and all of a sudden it might be something small like your, your uh, profile picture and messages might look different to me than you intend. It might be one from five years ago, not the one you're using now, or it might be that something is not properly, it's not showing my, my correct uh, home address because, uh, because it's not updated somewhere in the system that my address is now in North Carolina. And when I called, this is all ties back into the story in that what I realized this morning was that that new every year program for an iPhone requires you to send the old one back and they send you basically just send you empty cardboard box to put it in. Yeah. And they sent that to Illinois too. And of course it's sent separate. And yeah, so of course I, it is. right. So I had a call. So I called Apple. And I was like, just, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go to the expense of having my neighbor send me a card, an empty cardboard box. So, <laughs> so I called Apple. And I said, please send me another one. And I asked if there was anything I could do to avoid this whole thing next time. And they said, the thing you need to do is call technical services because sometimes old addresses get stuck in your Apple ID account. I was like, that sounds amazing. I was like, great. That's, 
that's encouraging because I because what I told them I told them was I'm going to be moving I may be moving again soon because we're staying in a temporary place until we find a new one and I you know I thought well am I going to go through this all again once we you know buy a new place and have a new address yeah this yeah I I don't know what happens with addresses and Apple IDs and Apple Pay but I've had I noticed the other day I was ordering something with Apple Pay and it came up with my old address really? as a delivery address yeah because you've been yeah. in your new place for a long time uh, yeah it's been like nine ten months or something like that and I, you yeah. know, I was pretty probably like you very diligent about going through um, I mean I can even see it in my notes app as we're looking and it's called address change yep. um, you know and it's a huge list of everywhere that I've updated um, obviously all my credit cards and my bank cards are all updated and so I was like right now I need, really need to sort this because I think I'd seen it before and for some reason on Apple Pay the delivery addresses that might be associated with your card are all on each individual card Yeah. so you have to go into each one delete that old address and obviously you know, my new one was in there it just wasn't like the default option but there doesn't seem to be any way to say no, just like get rid of all of these. Like I don't, I do not want things turning up at my old house because unlike you, I don't have contact with the neighbors. So I would just lose that parcel, whatever it would happen to be. Right. Right. No, it, it's a kind of a mess. And I guess the other thing I had, sometimes I find, you know, you, you, you're asked by an OS to put in your, your uh, iCloud password for no apparent reason whatsoever. Now, most of that I chalk up to the fact that I run a lot of betas. And I think sometimes the betas, one device to another, are a little out of sync and maybe it gets confused and you have to log back in. So I, I cut Apple a little slack on that, that side of things. But I've, I've had to repeatedly, this, especially since I moved, I've had to sign into my Apple ID for media for my HomePod over and over again. And I don't know what's going on there. Part of the pro- it could be that I'm on the HomePod beta. I really regret ever being on the HomePod beta. That's Federico Vitici's fault. I'm going to tag him here. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> uh, it's not like you get a lot of benefit out of being on the uh, beta for a HomePod most of the time. Once in a while, there's a new feature that's kind of cool, but for the most part, you're just playing with fire doing that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, speaking of you, you mentioned like corrupt contacts and things. Yeah. Um, I actually have a problem that has been ongoing for years involving you. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. So, so obviously I have, you know, we use iMessage to message each other and stuff like that. And I have right. um, your your iMessage email address and I also have your, you know, your actual phone number as well. On my Mac, it will not recognize that I have you as a contact. So it just shows me your phone number in the messages list. Huh. Um. The other day I was out and we were messaging and Siri was saying, oh, a new message from, and it would read me your read phone, my phone number. number. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> right. And, and I've tried every combination of this. I've tried like deleting your phone number and just leaving the email. I've tried it the other way around. Nothing I do will make the rest of the system, like my Mac and my phone and stuff like that, recognize that I have you as a contact like everywhere. That's um, interesting. That's interesting. I... I do default to sending for my phone number only because that tends to avoid problems with dealing with things like SMS. Oh, absolutely. And there are some other things, but that shouldn't be, I'm sure there are plenty of people who default to that, who you contact all the time too. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's not, I thought, oh, maybe it's an American thing. But then I'm like, no, I have other, <laughs> you know, I have other American friends that I use iMessage with. Sure. And this isn't a problem with them. And it's like, you know, it's the same configuration. I have their phone number. I have their email address. Um, but for, yeah, for whatever reason, Siri decided it wanted to just read me your phone number every time you sent me a message. <laughs> yeah, I have this thing with, uh, this is a very, this is a really bizarre one too. Uh, Federico uses a Memoji when he texts me. And his profile picture has the Italian flag in the background, except for on my Mac, where the background is <laughs> pale pink. And it's pink. Right. And my wife's is pink. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, did it adopt the background from hers somehow? Mm-hmm. But no, it's a little bit darker pink than hers. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure why he's pink in one. And I, they, I think they're just different ones he used at different times. And right, for, yeah. for whatever reason, it won't it won't update on one platform versus the other. I think the Italian flag one is the right one, but there's no way to know. No way to know. No, and there's no real way to fix it. You just have to kind of deal with it. Like, um, you know, for you, there's a picture, you know, on the contact because you, right. you, know, you shared that on iMessage. For my mum, no, nothing. It will not show a picture on the Mac, but it will on my phone. Um, so weird. What can I do about that? Nothing. Like, I just have to deal with it. And I'm like, okay, I guess this is just how it is. But it's been like this for years. Yeah. Um, and I really and do I just, think... I've just given up trying to trying to fix anything at this I, point. I really do think it comes down to contacts. And I've done all the little tricks you can do to, to you know, clean out your contacts. Whether, you know, deleting your... Exporting your, your contacts. Deleting the database on the Mac. Logging out, you know, the only way to really clean this stuff out is to log out of everything, out of log out of iCloud everywhere, and then I export the contacts, delete the database off your Mac, re-import mm-hmm. it as a new library, get it all back in there, and then one by one turn on your devices with iCloud and wait for them to sync, and that takes a long time to do if you've got a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, and, and if you start signing out, and yeah. you know, to what you were saying, you are going to be putting your password in for the next two weeks, like everywhere. That's like, the thing is, just... it has it has all these knock on <laughs> effects where it's like, well, yeah, all I want to do is fix contacts, but now I'm going to be now the app store is going to be bothering me, and the you know, and Apple Music, and there's all these other things that are going to get screwed up somehow because I turned off iCloud on all my devices for you know half a day or something. Yeah, yeah, uh, this is definitely, this is just, it's just one of those things that I just kind of like the fact that I cannot search for Dropbox on my phone. Um, <laughs> it, it won't show up. This has, this has been ongoing for, God, probably six years, seven years. Oh. I've, I've tried transferring to new phones. You know, I've done that sometimes. Sometimes I've set the phone up as fresh doesn't matter what i do dropbox never shows up in search i have to go to the list to find it um so weird and it's only that app as well every other app i have on my phone is absolutely fine dropbox i've tried deleting it you know reinstalled it i've tried you know sign out sign back in i've toggled um you know siri indexing or whatever it is you know where it shows you your files that kind of stuff none of that helps um, so I just know now that if I need Dropbox, I have to go to the app library to find it. Oh man, that's terrible. <laughs> oh. 
and it makes me so angry. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, it's an app that you need. Wow. Right. Exactly. All right. All right. Well, Rob, we need to stop complaining. How I have you have some good news for me. You're going. I hope it's good news. You're going to tell me about the Beat Studio Buds, right? Yeah. I um. So my AirPods Pros, which I've had, I don't know, a couple of years, something like that. I don't know how long they've been out, but I've had, I've had them a fair while. Yeah. Um. They they've started getting rattly. The the battery's not very good. Um, not disconnecting. The buttons aren't working very well. So I thought, okay, the new ones are coming out. I'll get those. And then I saw the price because I kind of forgotten how much I'd paid for them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they are they're, kind of pricey. whatever they are, two hundred and fifty dollars or something like that. Um, and of course, that's basically a one to one ratio when you get into pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's always fun. And I I thought like. There must be some alternative that is like not necessarily as good, but like close enough for the things I want. Because I don't use like spatial audio and all that kind of stuff. I mostly just want reasonable noise cancelling and like you know wireless earbuds. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started looking around, and I was like, "Oh, Beat Studio Buds. These are like I can get these for like a hundred pounds. Like I think retail on them is about one hundred and sixty dollars, um, but." Because they're Beats, they go on sale all the time, unlike Apple's things. Um, and I watched a few reviews, like I think uh, I think MKBHD did a review, and I watched a few others, and I thought, yeah, these would probably do. So I ordered them, I think from Amazon, because they had like the cheapest price, and I got the black ones. Um, the sound, to my ear, is just as good as the AirPods Pro. The noise cancelling is good. They actually fit better in my ear. So I get oh, a nicer good. seal on them compared to the AirPods Pro. Um, and they're sort of like nearly a third of the price. So I'm really happy. Like the battery life's fine. Um, the Having the button on the side instead of on a stem has taken some getting used to. But I've kind of got that. I've been using them for like a week or so. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I'd, to be honest, if, it's kind of my recommendation at this point. I don't, I don't feel like I'd necessarily recommend AirPods Pros unless there's something very specific in those that you want. Yeah, no, these look really good. I've always wondered about them because I don't think I've, until you got them, I don't think I know anyone who has actually purchased them. So that's that's kind of nice. They have that nice little bit on the stem that kind of looks like it makes it pretty easy to get them in and out too. Mm-hmm. It's like a oh, yeah, handle yeah, almost. Are, right, exactly. And you kind of get, you know, the, Obviously, if you've used AirPods or AirPods or AirPods Pros for a while, you kind of you, you get used to how they go in the case. But you know, after like a week or so with these, I'm like, I've got the hang of it now. Yeah, um, the magnets way stronger in the case. Huh. So like, when you drop stuff in, if you turn that upside down, they are not falling out. Um, they have really, really strong magnets. Um, the only thing that I do miss is they don't do the pausing thing when you take them out of your ear. Um. But because of the because where the button is on the side, which is like the play pause button, I kind of don't miss it that much because if I'm if I'm doing that, I can just sort of press it as I take it out of my ear anyway. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I, I have my whole experience with Beats has been the Powerbeats Pro wireless headphones, uh, which are the mm-hmm. ones that hook over your ears, and I do use those for running. I like them better. I like. The Apple ones really aren't rated for getting them very wet. And if you are in a hot, hot environment like I am now, it's not such a great idea to be sweating on them 
a lot. So I've got the uh, the Power Beats, and I just use those for when I'm exercising, and it's perf- they're perfectly. They've lasted forever because I just you know I don't exercise enough, so <laughs> I may they may ne- they may never break, which is fine with me because I don't need a whole bunch more headphones. I got enough headphones in my life as it is. Well, that's cool. I'm glad that they're working out for you. I mean, I I've got the new AirPods Pro coming in the in in on Friday, I guess. So I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to seeing what the difference is. I've actually been using mine a lot more since I moved here because I do a lot of my errands on foot now. We're a lot more it's a lot more walkable here than it was where we mm-hmm. used to live. And so I'm always popping in my my uh AirPods Pro and you know running off to the the grocery store or I don't know somewhere to pick something up in the drugstore or something like that. And they're, they're yeah, perfect for that, you know? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that, that's kind of what I like about them. I can just sort of grab them and chuck them in my pocket. I can chuck one in if I'm, like, doing stuff around the house and I still need to hear if some, you know, if Jess shouts or, you know, needs right. me for something. Um, yeah, the, 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 the buds specifically are very strange. They came out about a year ago, apparently. Um, and I feel like I didn't even know they existed. Uh, yeah, they didn't get. They did. I don't think they got much attention. Maybe it was busy. You know, maybe it was a busy time for other tech news or something. Yeah, and then since they, because I was looking at a bunch of reviews, and I'm like, all these reviews are saying that it doesn't support spatial audio and the iCloud switching and stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's odd because the Amazon page says it does. And it turns out about three months in, Apple updated them so that they supported those things. So uh-huh. actually, a lot of the original reviews aren't necessarily accurate to what you get now right um so they do do you know the the, the sort of auto switching stuff when you're on different devices and yep. they stay in iCloud and all that kind of stuff um but yeah and then they added like a bunch of colors in in sort of the yeah, last six that. months or something um all the other colors were really expensive so I just went for black because uh, <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> going to spend more money just to get like you know the red ones or the blue sure. or whatever but uh um, but yeah, I mean, they're definitely a really good alternative if you know you don't necessarily want to spend the money that the AirPods Pros are. And there's a good argument for why not to spend, why not, you shouldn't spend a ton of money on these kind of things if you're like me and you have a bad habit of putting them through the laundry, which I have. Uh, yeah, there is that. <laughs> I've done that a couple of times. And I'll tell you, there's nothing sadder than the, the, the cry of a pair of AirPods as they come out of the case and try to connect to your phone, which is in the same general area, but they're not in your ears, but but they're crying out in pain as they drown in in, in laundry detergent. And yes, I have heard from people who have said, oh, well, mine worked fine after I put them through the laundry. Well, mine have not. They have, have they worked? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I can put them in my <laughs> my ears and I can hear some semblance of music and hissing and popping and but no, they've been the batteries were ruined too. Yeah, I bet. I <laughs> so, bet. And, you know, I mean, speaking of batteries, that's another reason I don't want to spend a huge amount because it's like, you know, two, maybe three years on these sort of tiny little things and the batteries are completely shot. Um it, it depends on how much you use them. No, they do. Um, As a couple of years, I think, is about all you can really reasonably expect. Mm-hmm. If you use them fairly frequently. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, speaking of things I am going to spend my money on, and I cannot believe I'm saying this, <laughs> I am going to be buying FIFA 23 um, because they've announced that you can play as Ted Lasso 
and AFC Richmond I and all of the players from the TV show. Yeah, and I saw, I watched the little clip before we started, and they did a really nice job with the likenesses of the actors that play those different mm-hmm. different players. I mean, it's it's really kind of cool. And it, when is it when is it out? September thirtieth? Is that what they said? Yeah, so it's a week today. It's out pretty much. I think. I, yeah, so it's twenty first. So it's a little bit. So I guess into next week or something. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's um, cool. I, I won't be buying it at retail price because it's really expensive. Um, you know, because it's FIFA. Um, yeah. But I will definitely be picking this up because you know I don't really care about football games, but I've, obviously I want to you know <laughs> see Dead Lasso and play as, yeah. play as AFC Richmond and just well the uh, FIFA games are supposed to be like. pretty. I mean, I mean, I it may not be your thing, but I think the FIFA games are supposed to be quite good. I just it's not really my thing either. Uh, no, I mean I'm going to wait and you know see how much effort they've put into this you know ted lasso thing and is it like is it dlc do i need to do something like, i don't know how a fifa game works at this point um, right. i mean the last one i bought was i think it was 1996 <laughs> okay uh or, or possibly not no it was 1998 road to world cup 1998 on the uh, nintendo 64 so oh, wow um i'm guessing the games have got a little bit better since then. I hope so. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> a little more, a little, little more photorealistic. A little bit more with the gameplay. Yeah. No, that's that's really cool. I, yeah, I think it's kind of a neat thing that they're doing. I mean, I think it'll definitely. That, that's why they're doing it, right? I mean, it's maybe going to draw some people in who might not otherwise have thought to buy the game. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I think this is the last game that will be called FIFA. I think from next year, it's called like yeah. EA Sports or something, um, or Sports Summit Sports. I don't know. Um, I, don't, I don't pay enough attention, but it's definitely going to be called something different from next year. So, yeah, um, I this, do remember. Yeah, this is a pretty good way to grab people in. Well, that's good. Yeah, I remember when they announced the name change. I have a recommendation for you. I am not going to talk too much about it because I've only played a little bit, but Roller Drome is really good, Rob. Oh, that, yes, I've heard about this. This is the roller skating game where you... Um, it's a shooting roller skating game, which is really strange. I mean, it's set in the future. You're in an arena that's got... It, it's done by Roll7, which they did uh, They did skateboarding games um, like Ali Ali. And you can tell that this was done by people who had done skateboarding games because there's all sorts of tricks mm-hmm. and grabs and flicks and, you know, it's it's very complicated how you the controls are very involved uh but it's incredibly fun if you can start getting the hang of the controls it can be just completely mesmerizing because you're doing all these like half pipe tricks and things trying to avoid snipers and shooting enemies and you just go from level to level doing that and i've only done yeah i've only done a couple of levels so i i haven't played much but uh, i'm playing on the Steam Deck, ooh, which I got on Saturday, so it finally nice. arrived. Yeah, it's <laughs> the Steam Deck is both bigger than I expected, and especially mm-hmm. wider. And it is also, I wouldn't say it's lighter, but it is more balanced than I expected. Like it is not uncomfortable to hold, mm-hmm. and I really yeah. expected it might be. Uh, but you know, especially if you're mostly staying in the world of the steam store it's very easy and easy to use and yeah it's been pretty good pretty good experience so far but the battery boy just drains down i I played cyberpunk first and that that just crushed the battery 
Just absolutely. No, I'm not surprised. It. Just absolutely crushed the battery. Roller drum, a lot easier. Call to the lamb, you know, a lot easier on the battery. I mean, it really, it really depends on the game. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, well, no, I'm glad that's uh, that's a pretty good recommendation. I've seen a few people mention that, so yeah, I so will, I will it, have a look into that. It's on the PlayStation too, so you know you can play mm-hmm. it there if you want to. I don't know if it's. I don't think it's on Xbox. Yeah, I don't think it is. I think it is just PC and uh, PS4 and PS5, I think. so. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, great. Well, I will, I will. In fact, I might go and have a look at that in a bit. It's also it's also <laughs> not like FIFA level of expensive. I think it was $25 on Steam. Right, okay. So, yeah, a, bit, a little bit cheaper than, than what FIFA is, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, then. Well, I think that will do us for this week, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Good to talk to you. Yeah, I need to speak to you soon.